Deep Talk, The Human Condition is a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello and welcome. You're listening to episode 5 of Deep Talk. Thank you so much for swinging by to listen. My name is Nick Delaney and I'm the host of the show. On Deep Talk, I welcome a new guest every episode who's here to speak about an experience, story, or emotion from their life. What Deep Talk guests speak about could range anywhere from disabilities, big achievements, or even something that just makes their skin crawl. Whatever it be, you as the listener are invited to take a step into the guest's shoes and to experience their story to learn something about yourself and the people around you. Before we get started off, I just wanted to say thank you again for listening, and as with all episodes, I hope that you take something out of this story that is unique and personal to you. And now, I would like to introduce you to Episode 5's special guest. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Hi, I'm Chase Ring. Um, I go to CNU with Nick. I am on the Overwatch team, and I'm really excited to talk about what is going on in my life. Thank you, Chase, for being here today. It uh, really means a lot to me that you're wanting to share your story with us. It's really exciting to have my roommate on here. So it's cool. Getting into your story, you briefly shared with me that it all starts with the divorce of your parents at the age of three. How was this brought about? So the divorce itself, I don't really remember because I was pretty young. It's at that point of in my age where I don't really remember what's going on. Um, but I remember going back from back and forth from house, like from my mom's house and from my dad's house, thinking it was like kind of normal. I didn't really think much of it. Uh, the divorce wasn't that bad. Like my parents still talk to each other to this day. Traveling to each house wasn't hard. It was only like five blocks away from each other. So I would go back and forth each week. But when it really started to like have, when it really started to show how the divorce, like the impact of the divorce was when my dad had um, cancer at, I think, when I was around 10 or 12, between those ages. And um, that's when my mom started taking full control. Did both of them remarry? Um, My mom remarried after dating um, my stepdad, Jeffrey, for eight years. Uh, And my dad has been, I think, two relationships since, but he has not remarried. Were the relationships serious? Um, the one with my mom and uh, my stepdad, that was pretty serious. Uh, they're still happily married right now, and um, I, I don't really see an end in sight. But my dad, uh, uh, considering that they didn't really go through, doesn't seem like they were that serious. Is there a reason your dad has not remarried yet? I feel like my dad is not really the best at like trying to put himself out there. I remember one talk at dinner um, when I was like maybe ninth grade or eighth grade, my brother Hugh was recently coming out as bisexual. Um, when my dad responded to that saying, I think I'm asexual. And, uh, my brother and I didn't really like believe it because he was married and he's been in relationships pretty recently from when he said that. Um, and like, even right now he's talking to someone that we met when over the summer, I don't think my dad really has gone through the necessary steps to really develop that heart of a relationship. 
And can you describe asexuality for people who aren't familiar with it? Asexuality, in the terms I know it, um, is basically just not really having any sexual desire and uh, no need to really put yourself out there. You mentioned that your dad said he thinks he's asexual at that point. Does he still believe that about himself today? Um, he's not. He has not restated the his statement about being asexual ever since that. And I feel like he just caught up. He got caught up in the moment and wanted to relate to my brother being part of LGBTQIA+. Um, so I don't know for sure if he is. Uh, that's perfectly fine. But like I said before, I don't really think he meant it. How has the divorce affected your life in general? The divorce, uh, from for the first like 10 years, just wasn't that much. I had fun being at both houses. Like at my dad's house, my best friend Alex, who moved to Paris, and I visited him there, and now he's in Sacramento, and I visited him there. Uh, he was living right across the street, and I would love always going to hang out with him. And then when I'm at my mom's house, I would have another best friend right across the street, and I'd visit, I would hang out with him. I don't hang out with him anymore, but um, for the first 10 years, like it, have, being at either house wasn't really an issue for me. I had a great time. But then once my dad got uh, developed testicular cancer, it started to change the momentum of like how, or not the momentum, but like the split of each parent caring for us. My dad, he needed to pay for chemotherapy. He needed to uh, support himself through such a economically demanding process. So um, my mom uh, took over financially for the time being and um, basically relieved all of that financial stress off of my dad while he needed to deal with that. And along with that, we wouldn't really go to our dad's house that much because he was really weak. He couldn't really take care of two kids. Uh, I think throughout the, I think it was six months of the process, he, we were at that house maybe for two to four weeks uh, when normally it's one week at one house, one week at the next house and continue. Um, but then ever since my mom took that financial responsibility, which was supposed to only be for when my dad was paying for chemo and dealing with cancer, it hasn't really stopped being like that. And my dad kind of just lost all that financial responsibility over us. Um, not because he wanted to, but because my mom just took it away from him. And for your brother, how did this affect his life? Uh, the divorce itself, I don't think, had that much of an issue. I mean, me and my brother, we would talk about sometimes how, how much our life would be easier if our parents were, like, together. We wouldn't have to switch houses, have so many, like, switch clothes, switch, like, bring the Wii back and forth. Like, we, it was right. just kind of extra work. And we've talked about it. Like, it didn't seem like that much of an issue. Um, but like as time developed, it just got more and more like annoying. So like last year when my brother was home for um, from college for the summer, he was talking about, I don't think I can do this for another year. He wanted to like for this next uh, year, he doesn't really want to switch houses. He just wants to be in my dad's house. So um, early on, it didn't really affect us. But like now as we're older and more responsible, it's kind of getting to us more. How has your dad's battle with cancer affected your family and you in particular? So for our family, it just, he lost his position as a financial father. So like, I don't really know the best way to like financially that, responsible parent. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, he didn't, it's not like he lost it 
in like a court debate or something. It's like my mom just kind of took it from him. Was it like a mutual agreement that your mom would be watch it, would be taking care of you guys more financially or did she just kind of do it without talking with your dad about it? So my mom in general just like always thinks and not necessarily all the time it's the right thing, but she always thinks she's doing the right thing. Um, and so in that time, since my dad was, he's his own, like he doesn't have a wife to help pay for his stuff. He's paying for his own medical procedures. Um, my mom thought it was the right thing to do to pay, like to financially take care of me and my brother, which I think I agree with her at the time that was the right thing to do. But um, as time went on, it just, I don't think after the medical procedures and once my dad was clear of um, the tumors, I don't think it was necessary for my mom to keep paying for that, for us. She still does it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, like for college, my mom is paying for all of it. My dad hasn't, like, I don't think he's paying for any of it. Does he want to? I think, I think he does. Um, I haven't asked him just because I, I don't really get deep with my parents. Right. But... Um, I think he, we have talked about it before how he wants to be more financial, like be more financially present in me and my brother's life. Um, but he just doesn't really have a way to enter that because my mom's already paying for everything. Who's been more emotionally present in your life? Between my mom and dad, I think someone I trust more is my dad, but someone who I think I've experienced more emotions around is my mom. Just because it's like kind of like in general society today, it's hard for a man to like be emotional around another man. Um, so it's like easier for me to like be sad or like have emotions around my mom. But like with my dad, I trust him more. I tell him more things. But between my whole family, so like my mom, my dad, my stepdad, and my brother, I think I'm the closest with my brother. Like I tell him everything. Um, literally whenever I have any issue and I don't know how to deal with it, I'll go to him. So he knows the most about me. He's like been there for me throughout all of this. Is that just because you two grew up within the same sort of situation, the same environment, or was there something else that sparked that connection? I mean, originally we didn't really like each other. Like it was just brother oh, at the time, sister, like brother, sister, kind of love, hate relationship. How like we're always annoying each other, but at the end of the day, we love each other. But um, once he transitioned into being a male, uh, so like once he got, he went on testosterone and like got top surgery, he was like just in general such a nicer and like better person to be around. So I think once that happened, I was like, I loved him so much more and it was so much fun, to, so much more fun to be around him. It wasn't like that for my whole life, but ever since he became my brother, it's been like that. So do you think his transition let him free a part of himself that allowed you to make that connection? Like, do you think the only reason you guys didn't get along as brother and sister is because there was, like, something holding him back, maybe? I don't necessarily think that there's something holding him back. Because, I like, when he was young, he wanted to be a girl. Like, she was fine being a girl. But um, as when once my brother went through puberty... It kind of hit him more and then he like he first be like he took it in small steps so he first came out as bisexual and then um he came out as non-binary and then he became out as male so he took it in like smaller steps as instead of just doing it all at one time throughout 
the years of when he like was changing, it was easier for like me to trust him. Uh, just because he was becoming older, he's more like responsible, more trustworthy. Because I remember in sixth grade, I had a girlfriend and I made up a fake brother uh, because I've always wanted a brother. Um, and eventually she found out I didn't have a brother. But once my brother transitioned, it was like my dream come true kind of thing. And um, really, ha I was really happy for him. I was really like happy for our family because he felt so much more comfortable. And it was just so much easier to tell him stuff. So I think the transition, to answer your question, I think the transition really like really helped. How did your parents react to the transition? Um, my dad, he didn't really know what to like think of it. He was, of course, fine with it because he doesn't want to, like, he wants us to be happy. But for my mom, she wasn't really okay with it. Like, she was going to let him do what he wanted, but she wasn't going to financially help him through the process. So he had to pay for, like, his surgery, the testosterone. He has to pay for all that. So I think my mom took it not as well. And then my stepdad... He doesn't really like have a place to tell my brother, don't do this, don't do that. Okay. So, right. yeah, I bet he's been good about like calling him his correct pronouns and like calling him by his new name. So how has your mother having the most financial responsibility over you affected the family dynamic? I think it made it so that more love was more like was expected towards her because she was giving us more things. And like that's kind of like when... I realized that this whole thing was going on that I like I'm kind of being financially dominated by my mother um, like I realized that she's basically paying for my love I don't I don't think I'd really be even living with her if I she didn't if she wasn't paying for my phone bill wasn't paying for my college wasn't paying for like all the technology I use um, I, I think I've threatened like not threatened her but like told her this before that like when I'm really mad at her and she's threatening to take away something and then I'll just go with my dad because that's basically the only thing that's keeping me with you. So basically her having this financial responsibility over me, and I think it's the same with my brother, is just kind of forcing me and my brother to still be with her. And that also makes it so in the future, like I've talked with my brother about this, we feel like we need to pay her back because like we don't think we deserve this much. And um, like I already know that in the future I'm going to give her like a good amount of money just so that I can like leave her and I don't feel bad about it. What specifically has your mother done that makes you want to leave, like repay her and leave? Like I said before, she's always thinks she's doing the right thing. Like she's trying to do the right thing, but sometimes it's not. So just sometimes she's doing really like annoying and I wouldn't say horrible because I think horrible is a really like strong word, but she's doing like things that she shouldn't be doing. I know that's pretty vague, but um, kind of how she's very like verbal with us so like she yells a lot is um that's in my opinion I uh, because I, I guess I'm like really sheltered that's kind of like basically mm -hmm. being like hit or something it, like it hurts a lot when she yells at me and uh she just I just the style of her parenting is just really awful and um me and my brother's opinion so it just that kind of is what gave us the idea that we need to repay her and then leave so your brother does feel the same way? At dinner one night, like when I, in this whole podcast, when I'm referring to at dinner one night, it was basically all of this happened at one night, like one specific night where uh, my dad, my brother and my brother's boyfriend were all drunk and I was sober, but we were just all like, we were there for five hours talking about how we were feeling. 
um, like currently with life. And um, so that one night, he, like, I was like, I don't know how to, like, probably, Is it just me? Like, is it just me? <laughs> or do, and I was directing this towards my brother. Um, is it just me? Or do we need to, like, pay back our mom? And, like, because we don't really deserve what, all of what she's giving. And then, like, once we repay her, we can just, like, leave her. Or, like, is that just me? I, kinda, I think I've said something along those words. And he agreed with me. How has your mother responded to you and your brother threatening to leave? I think it hurts her a lot. Um, I remember one time I said that, and then I went back to playing video games. My stepdad came shortly after and told me that that was a really bad thing to say. Um, like, it really hurt her. Um, I haven't said it in, like, two years, but I know it's a horrible thing to say, but it's just kind of how we feel. Um, but to her, I think it really hurts her. And I kind of, it kind of gives her a reality check. But that reality check doesn't last that long. What emotions did you feel when your stepdad told you that she was hurt by that? Um, I felt sorry because, like, at the end of the day, she is my mother. Um, I am thankful for her getting me out into the world. But um, I felt bad at the time. And, but I just continued playing video games, and then I just kind of forgot about it. And I'm, to this day, like, I don't feel like I need to deeply apologize to her for that. Because at the time, I meant it. So, How so. does your dad feel about, you know, your mom being more financially responsible for you and your brother? So in that one night, um, when my dad talked about it, him talking about that was like right after me and my brother were talking about how we need to repay her. Um, he like said, yeah, I mean, I wish I was able to pay for more things for you guys. Um, but just my mama always gets to it first. And it's just, it's, it's very hard for me to like just jump ahead because she's al already ahead of the game. Um, I know I asked earlier, there's, there's no mutual agreement that like, okay, she'll pay for this. Your dad will pay for this. She just jumps and like pays for it without really asking. Yeah. Okay. Does that make your dad upset? Yeah. So when he was talking about it, um, he started crying. And I think that was only the second time he's ever cried in front of me. The other time being when he was talking about how during his cancer experience, he thought he was going to die. And he was talking about his la the last supposed goodbye to me. And um, that made him cry, and it made me cry, too. You were eight at that time, right? I don't remember the exact age. Um, I'm pretty sure I was in sixth grade, which I think means I was 12. Okay. But yeah. I might be 11. I don't remember. So your dad truly does want to be able to have more financial responsibility, but your mom just does not let him. I wouldn't say entirely he's able to pay for all of our things. Like, he definitely... Because, I mean, he's by himself. It's important that my mom at least pays for some things, but he wants to pay for other things. Like, I'm sure he wants to pay for at least some of our college. He wants to pay for some of our phone bill. Like, I think he wants a split, at least like a split that's good for like what he makes now. But he doesn't want to be completely left out of the race. Why do you think your mom does not let him uh, pay for those sort of things? I think she does it because... Like, I've threatened her with, in the past with, like, how I, I'm going to leave if, like, you take away this thing from me. She does it because 
like she wants to keep us and basically that's the only thing that is keeping us is how much money she involves in to us and like pays for us i mean there's just countless things besides like the bills and the technology and college she just pays for it so like i literally have a credit card and i can use it whenever um from her i, I try not to use it because it makes me feel bad but like it's just her trying to hold on to us and not it's, let us go it's leverage yeah so what specific emotions do you feel towards your mother? I mean, at the end of the day, I am really thankful for how like easy life is due to the amount of money she invests into us. But um, I think by that, like I'm thankful for it, but I also am mad about it because I don't think it's right for her to keep holding on to us with money. Right. There's other things to hold on with that are not material. Mm -hmm. Like love and being a good parent. How is your relationship with your dad currently? Um, I really love my dad. I want to tell my dad I love him. But again, like I said before, this kind of like in this modern day, it's kind of hard for a male to be emotional around another male. I want to tell him I love him. Uh, I know we both mean it. Like we don't have to say it. We both think it. Um, but like, yeah, he's, he's my ride or die. I love that guy so much. Like when he was talking about how he thought it was his last goodbye, that was the only time I've ever cried in front of him. It was very emotional for us. How would you describe his personality? I'd say he's kind of, he has weird quirks in his life. Like he's not quirky, but, um, yeah. <laughs> like he's just kind of like an odd guy. Uh, he has, he's like an, in general, like just a basic job guy with a job. Like he goes to work nine to five, comes back, eats dinner, like just basically the basic nine to five guy. But, um, he has a deep heart and he doesn't necessarily get affected by modern stereotypes of like mm. a dad has to be strict. A dad has to like be the financial guy. Like he's, he doesn't really go by modern, um, stereotypes. Like he's he's willing to be very loving and he's he never really yells or hits us. Like he's a very gent he's like a gentle guy. How would you describe your stepdad? I'd say my stepdad. I, I think he's cool. Um, I love him too. Uh, he I, I like him a lot. Just I think also Kai's kind of where I with my mom. He's it's kind of that the money is a big part of it. But like I'd say with, even without the money. I think I'd still enjoy him as a human. When he entered my life, I wasn't really like doing many things. I would always be going outside and playing with my friends and like playing with my friends. Um, but like once he came in, then I had more stuff to do. Like there was like all this cool technology that uh, I didn't really like get to play with before that like, he was bringing to my life. I think he's a big part of like my gaming career right now. Oh, okay. uh, just because of how he's like enabled me and like given me a lot of technology to do so and like also he he takes me to so many sports games it's just like he has a lot of money and I think he uses it in the right way for more like enjoyment as opposed to leverage does your stepdad know how you feel towards your mom I think because he's witnessed so much of the arguments and like because he's witnessed so many of the arguments between like me and my mom and like my brother and my mom um he kind of like knows that there's like some tension I don't think he knows exactly how me and my brother feel 
um, about our mom, how like we feel like we need to repay her and stuff. I don't think he knows that, but he knows in general that like there's some tension. Okay, so he's not really active in that situation. No, because usually when we argue with our mom, it's like one-on-one or me and my brother on my mom, like arguing. Uh, he's usually like not in the room because it just gets uncomfortable because like if he's there, because it feels like he's not really part. It's kind of like when you're with your friend at a house and then their parents start yelling at them and it's just kind of like awkward for you to be there. Yeah. It's kind of like the same when he's there. It's like... He's not really part of it, so, like, we don't really want him to, like, be there. And also because I kind of care about what my dad, my stepdad thinks of me. So I don't really want to argue with my mom in front of him just because, like, I care about what he thinks. Has everything you've been through helped you grow for the better or for the worse? I think, overall, it's helped me for the better because it kind of gives me, like, this encouragement to be rich as hell when I'm older and then <laughs> be able to pay off my mom. It kind of, like, encourages me to, in the future, not be her. Like, still, like, make, like, be able to provide for my kids and all that, but not have that kind of leverage over my kids as she did with me. So I think, overall, for the better, but not necessarily with my family. I feel like for my dad, it's been for the worse for him. Um, And with my brother, I don't know exactly, but... I feel like he's kind of at the same stance as me, but it could also be the same stance as my dad. Because you said it's for the better, if you had the ability to change something from the past, would you change your situation or would you keep it just the same? I think that's pretty difficult because I'm really appreciative of like all the money that my mom has invested into me, but at the same time, I, I wish it wasn't like that because... It just, it really sucks having to be around her knowing that I'm literally only around her for her to keep paying for a lot of my things. I feel like to change something, I would change, I wouldn't change anything about myself. I would change like how she is as a parent to us. So kind of like more loving and more caring for us and not just holding on to us just with money. Through all of this, what moment was the hardest for you? I think that one night when I was with my brother and my dad and his, uh, my brother's boyfriend um, talking about it and realizing that I'm on the same page as two other people in our family was the hardest for me because like, I knew that my life was really, like my mom was kind of destroying my mentality because of like the arguments we got into and the fact that I'm literally only still hanging out with her because of money. Uh, that really affected me. But... Um, I didn't know it was affecting my brother and my dad that same way. And so finding out that it affected them was really hard for me. And it kind of made me want to just leave my mom run on the spot. Um, Because I love my brother and my dad with no ends. And I wouldn't really want them, like, experiencing the same things. Because despite, I know this whole thing, it's kind of like, oh, I'm complaining about money. But, like, just the emotions behind it are really, like, strong. Right. Um... He, like witnessing my dad and brother say that was just a lot for me. It was a reality shock. Yeah. Because yeah, you care deeply about them and they were hurt in the same similar way. Just in case we didn't answer this question earlier, do you know why your mom and your dad divorced originally? I don't think we answered that earlier. Um, I don't really know 
exactly what why they divorced because at the time I was three but like I've heard both of their reasons and I think it was a mutual divorce but again I don't know for sure um but my mom wanted to divorce with my dad because he's kind of a hoarder and she's like really clean and um interior designer right yeah she is an interior (laughs) designer and um uh she's kind of more controlling and on top of things while my dad is more laid back and lets anything go, really. So just like, I think their parent parenting styles are different. And my dad, I think, thought my mom was kind of crazy. And like, was, again, like how my mom thought he was laid back and she's on top of things. My dad was like, she's on top of, too, like, she's way on top of everything. It's like, right. too much. And it was kind of just stressing him out. And I think that's just their, like, nicer ways of putting it. But I'm sure, like, it gets way more deep than that. And through all of this, what was the best moment for you? I think the best moment was also hearing them say, like, them being the same physician as me. And I know that kind of sounds weird, but... No, that's really interesting. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm really glad that I'm not the only one having to go through, like, this first world issue kind of thing. (laughs) I'm not, like, the only one kind of affected by my mom's controlling financial like financial capabilities um so at the same time like i'm appreciate like i'm really glad that my brother and my dad relate to me in that aspect also really was sad and affecting if you could share one thing with a person going through something similar as you what would you share i would say try to not get to the point where your parents are strictly keeping you just for money. And I know that's kind of like, that's kind of like a forehead, like, of course, but, um, and it's kind of also a hard thing to do. But I think like, for me, what I would have done is try to connect more with my mom and like be more of a kid and like celebrate mother's day more, like just, just be there with her, like watching TV, like, hanging out with her more. So then it's an actual like relationship as opposed to like, I don't really want to hang out with her. Like this is how kind of my childhood went. I didn't really want to hang out with her. So I would always be by myself. And then she's basically there just as my mom. And if she does something that I don't like, then it's pretty easy to snap against her because I don't really like have this emotional bond with her. Oh, okay. So I would say develop an emotional bond with your, um, whichever parent or if it's both both parents who have the financial um financial grasp over you right or just both period yeah yeah well yeah both yeah is there anything you'd like to share about the topics of divorce and or cancer with cancer it's kind of hard to prevent like of course in some circumstances it's preventable but in general it comes usually just like a snap and I think the best way to deal with that, thankfully my dad lived through it, but if your parent is terminal or just it doesn't seem like it's going to go well, I'd say be there with them and um, enjoy every last minute because I think, I mean, I know every, every loving family will do the same thing, but it's just important that you get those last moments in. I thankfully did not have to go through that, but that's what, if that was the case, that's what I would have done. With divorce, it's kind of in the future, if like your parents divorce, I've like heard a statistic that you're more likely to divorce. And I'd say if you're in this uh, situation, like if your 
in a marriage, talk it out. It's important that you talk it out because usually divorces are just stuck up feelings that you don't want to talk about. But if you're a kid like I was, um, there really isn't much to do. And it just kind of all happens and you're just a bystander and it really, like, it can be really effective. I'd say the best thing to do is not pick sides and just let it happen. Because if you pick sides, that might, like, really hurt one of your parents' feelings. And um, it's important to just let it go and see what happens, even though that might not be what you want to do. Do you feel like you're forced to pick a side with your parents since one of them you have the emotional bond with, but the other you have the financial bond? So you, like, you're asking if I felt like I needed to pick a side? Yeah. Um, sometimes, no, I don't feel like I need to pick a side. Also, I've like told my dad that I love him more Kind of as with my mom, when she would threaten to take away something from me, and I would be like, all right, I'll go live with my dad. I like, I kind of told the same thing to my dad, that if my mom takes away something from me, then I would want to live with you, because uh, I like, I love you more, like you're, out of the two, you're my favorite parent. Um, so I've kind of told him that, kind of like out of the same anger that I would tell my mom that I want to move out, like threaten to move out. Um, but like I think right now as we are talking, I don't feel like I need to pick a side. But like when there's an argument, I always pick sides. Um, not necessarily like I should be doing that, but it's just how I am. So do you think like your mom using leverage against you makes you use leverage against her? Or like, I don't know if leverage is really the right, right word, but kind of like a threat almost. Not I know that doesn't really fit either, but... She has like the financial aspects of your life under control. And then you sometimes say like, I'll just move out. Like that's a threat to her. So do you think that her threats forces you to be threatful in return? Yes. I, I don't. Because I'm like, <clears throat> as my mom and stepdad have like say in the past, you should become a lawyer. Because I always like fight my point. I always want to get my point across. And, like, I'll fight for it, and I'll do whatever. Um, so kind of like with my mom, if she is putting me in a threatening position, like, taking away something from me or just, like, be very like being very verbally abusive, I'll, like, retaliate. And that's me saying, I will move out if you take this thing away from me, or I want to go live with my dad, will be, like, in retaliation. That kind of sets the environment. Like, your mom sets the tone, kind of. For how you act around here too. For the most part, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? So not necessarily like about my story. I feel like I need to talk about anything else. But um, in general, I feel like I know this story kind of like it's a first world issue. Like there are some people that are definitely going through a much harder shit. But um. I try to not go in the same direction as me and my mom did. And um, I, I think, like I said before, but if I didn't, I'll restate or I'll say, um, just try to develop like good bonds with your parents and not like get to the point where money is literally the only thing holding on. Like try to be there as a friend to your parents and not just their kid. I'm just like, for people that need to pay completely for college, like who right. aren't getting like, completely full-rided by their parents. Um, like, I, I know that, like, that I agree that that's, like, 
pretty stressful and I know that like it might it must be like pretty hard um so I'm like not using the story trying to like kind of boast about how my mom pays for everything but just kind of how it's like affected my life and um being rich doesn't necessarily like mean it's a good thing and like usually as you see in like every movie it has like bad side effects so once again i'd like to thank you for speaking on deep talk today it was really a pleasure to have you on the show we've been like roommates for over a month now and we've never talked about this before so it was really interesting to hear that part of you like and it kind of goes into the theme of the show where you just walk by someone and you never would have guessed this thing that's happening in their life. Um, I could live with someone for over a month and I could never guess this thing that's happening in their life. And I'm very happy to have you as a part of the Deep Talk family now. So thank you again. Um, I hope that people will be able to take you and your family story into their own lives in some way for the better. Uh, thank you for having me and um, keep listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, get ready for some deep talk. Do you have a personal story or experience that you'd like to share on Deep Talk? Reach out by messaging the podcast via our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DeepTalkTHC. Recordings can be most conveniently organized in the Newport News, Virginia Beach area or in the Northern Virginia area. Remember, all stories are welcome and they are as anonymous as you'd like. Thanks again for listening to Deep Talk, The Human Condition. Our musical theme is Gone by Elephant, and that's spelled E-L-P-H-N-T, and our cover art is by Luke Dimas, who can be reached at void.mp3 on Instagram. Stay tuned for the next episode of Deep Talk by checking out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Deep Talk THC. That's Deep Talk THC.